0: welcome to Idol chatter survivor podcast for survivor fans
1: by survivor fans i'm ashley and i'm laura come on in guys
0: hey ashley hi laura how's it going
1: pretty good um you know technical difficulties aside we're here
0: Oh, that was um, a rough one. I was wor- I was worried this episode was just not meant to be. I know.
1: To any of our listeners, we have like a technical curse put upon us. Um, yeah, I don't know. My computer was struggling, but we did it. We're here. Um, I'm hoping that it stays this way. Right. Uh, I basically i have a I have a Mac from like 2012. Nobody cares. Um, and it can only have, like, one program running at a time. And when we first r- tried recording, I had three.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, it, but it did not I like have, that. How are you to know? How was I to know?
1: Ugh. So, we're here to discuss uh, Season 29, Episode 2, Method to this Madness, which I think is a great episode title. Agreed. Um I normally don't pay them that much mind, but I I liked this one because I think that it it's a nice theme of survivor.
0: Yeah. It uh, makes sense for the episode.
1: Yeah, I mean we we kind of get into it right away with a uh, orange Coyopa uh, coming back to their their beach right after tribal where um
0: where Nadia was voted out. Mhm. So should we just launch into it? Let's what get happens into back it. when they get back from tribal. Okay. Yeah. So at the end of our last episode, I believe that I was, you know, saying, "Oh, like Josh voted for Baylor, right? Why would he do that? That's kind of random." And then it it begins with Josh explaining to Baylor why he, he told us why. Her. Yeah. So thank you, Josh. We we were wondering. So basically, he's telling Baylor that he voted for her because he doesn't want the guys to know that they are aligned. And Baylor thinks that that was smart, but also sketchy because he didn't tell her first. And I agree because it kind of just doesn't make sense because no one else voted for Baylor. And then if I was the guys, I would be like, we told you we were voting for Nadia. Why didn't you trust us? Where did the Baylor thing come from? It makes no sense, but that doesn't really get explored by anyone. Yeah.
1: So I, and I kind of, I kind of do agree that it's like, it makes sense in theory, but I, I do have two I do have two kind of like devil's advocate y thoughts, which is one, I feel like if he told Baylor his plan, it would have been that thing where she's like, My name's getting thrown out. Like mm-hmm. people people like get so uncomfortable when their name is being used, even if it's as a decoy. And yeah, if I were a guy on that tribe, I would find it suspicious too. But I think, in general, I don't know how many like bright bulbs there are on that tribe. You know what I mean?
0: That is a very good point. I so you're probably it. like,
1: yeah, he hates Baylor.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, Alec is on is on the tribe, and he he's Drew's brother, so I'm, yeah. i I like think the Apple doesn't, you know, fall too far from the tree. Uh,
1: so, um, yeah, and, and Baylor thinks it. she says that basically, Josh says, like, I think this should make our alliance even stronger because now it can kind of go undetected. And Baylor says, you know, off, can- you know, in an interview, she says it was smart, but it was also kind of sketchy. And I, th- I think that about sums it up.
0: Yeah. Agreed. So so we'll that's, all, that's all we get at orange. Um, so then we're back at blue. I keep saying, okay, it's Koyopa is orange and Hunapu is blue, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm
1: fine saying blue and orange. I just yeah. like to throw them in once in a while in case
0: yeah. likes it. Same. Okay. They were back at Blue Hunapu Reed showing off his flexibility. Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely a Broadway dancer, that's for sure. Um, and then you know John is doing some squats while holding some logs, mm-hmm. and and you know Drew's saying something that he would you know doesn't know about all that but would do this. And Jeremy calls them a bunch of cartoon characters, and and I would agree. I love uh, that. Yeah, and I just love Jeremy's. You know, he he's like kind of go ahead act out do that because he knows the girls don't like it and they think it's annoying because i mean it is a waste of energy why don't you go collect some damn wood john instead of just holding (laughs) it on your back and doing squats like
1: oh my god well what's my favorite part of this is because like at the time again if you were watching this for the first time you don't really know that if you didn't watch amazing Race, you don't know that much about natalie obviously now i know that she's like a crossfit beast but at the time i don't know that and natalie goes it's 50 pounds. You think it's a big deal, bro? It's not a big deal. And, like, she is so right. And it's just yeah. like, funny to, like, hear her call them out. And
0: it's true. Yeah, Natalie is not impressed. Natalie could um, probably squat more. Oh, my God, yeah. It's just, like, who are you showing off to? Like, honestly, if you want to impress me on the beach, go catch me a fish or something. Or maybe don't lose the flint.
1: Yeah, go get me a breadfruit. Yeah. Um, so speaking yeah. Of-
0: I mean, speaking of the Flint, I mean, should we just go into that? Please. The Flint is missing. And then, you know, they're looking around and John admits to camera that he is the one that lost it. And Which, he must confess.
1: Yeah. And he he thinks that if he confesses and, like, really doubles down on the apology that he'll be okay. Would you um, confess? I don't think so. Well, I don't know.
0: I don't think I would. Well, what's, okay, what's the point of confessing? The only reason I would confess that, I mean, it sounds awful. It sounds like I'm a deceptive lying liar. But the only reason I feel like I would confess is if I knew that someone knew I was the last one to have it. Because it's better well, to, like, just be up front instead yeah. of getting caught. So I think, somebody
1: but, did, I think somebody did mention that they saw him with it.
0: Okay. Yeah, so but maybe it was it, kind of was saw, Yeah,
1: I, I don't think there's any way to know for sure, but... I mean, he confesses. That's that's the decision he makes. Yeah. Um, and then and then pretty soon after we get right into the first uh, the first challenge, which is for reward.
0: Oh wait, okay. I just say before before we move on to the reward yes. challenge, I just some quotes. There, this is like not a meaningful, memorable, really quote, but it just cracks me up. John's just like kind of scratching his head, like, "Do you need Flint to start a fire?" And Keith is like, "It helps." <laughs> <laughs> Keith, Keith. I, I don't know. Just, just his way. I love it. Um, so yeah, we're going on to the reward challenge. Oh, this was sad. Yeah, this was sad. Um, so they go. What are we gonna call? Or should we call it like the arena or something? Yeah, it's like an arena of sorts with with you know stadium seating where the two tribes go and sit on either side. So. Um, Hunapu the blue tribe they are there first and then they see the orange walking mm-hmm. in and that look of shock on Natalie's face when she does not see Nadia like she looks really surprised it was um, really sad it was really sad yeah and so Jeff's obviously asking all the important questions and then Natalie starts to cry and she says that she hasn't cried in like 10 years and I believe it I mean not that it's okay to show your emotions but I feel like not that much gets under Natalie's <laughs> again but I truly can't imagine that I cry like I want to say once a week on average <laughs> I cried while I was watching this episode like oh my multiple... god okay I'm I'm very hormonal right now and I just I have lots of feelings and I just cried at really dumb shit during I I, I teared up a little bit at this but I cried later in the episode I wonder if <laughs> I wonder if you, when I tell you when I cried if that's what you would be thinking I would cry about can you think of anything I would cry about
1: um, as, as we go through it, I'll say it if I it comes to mind. But off the top okay. of my head, I don't know what it would be. Okay. Um, but I, I thought this was really sweet because Natalie, she explains that like, you know, some of these loved one pairs, they've been together for five years. But her and her sister have been together for 28 years. And I'm like, damn, that is a
0: good point. And well, also another point that, that this actually made me tear up. I was thinking too it's not only that they've been together for 28 years they've literally been together like since the womb their entire life they don't know a life without each other at it's all so and, sad. and then I was kind of thinking about like a parent and child I was like well I was like I've never known a life without my parents and then I was like oh my god there there could be a time sometime like I will know a world without my parents. Well, I mean, inevitably, wow. unless unless I kick the bucket, but you know what I mean. Then wow. I got Then I got upset. <laughs> it was just a whole thing. I had to move on.
1: Truly, oh, I it's okay.
0: John Rocker ends up, you know, participating in the challenge and pissing me off and just oh my like, god, it, make, I... making me fueled with feminist rage. So that that
1: we to we're going we're gonna, we're gonna, we're really. gonna get into it on that um but i just have to warn you um i'm gonna have to, i might have to pause at some point because max which is my cat just opened the door to the room i'm recording in and i'm just like how why um so i'll have to like shoe him out at some point but we're fine for now let's get let's get into the challenge
0: let's get into it so okay so this is a so basically um they do the thing where they do a rock paper scissors so mm-hmm. it's reed and john rocker and then um john rocker wins and they Choose to send him in, which means he will be competing against his girlfriend Julie. Right. Um,
1: which it's John Roger is a weird
0: choice for this challenge because, well, just yeah, it, it he's so he's too big. Yeah. That that's I didn't even think about it. I wasn't really even like paying attention or thinking about why they made that decision. But that's a very good point. It really doesn't make sense because this challenge, I'll, I'll just describe it. It's each person they have a disc. It's kind of like a disc on like a stick and you're holding the stick and you need to balance the ball and go through these obstacles. And some of them you need to like duck under. It's kind of just more of like, Mm -hmm. I I feel like yeah, definitely being a big dude is a disadvantage in this challenge. So who did you think John wanted to, like, was it his decision? Did we see that or? No, we, we didn't,
1: we didn't see it, but I would imagine that he was like eager to compete, you know, like,
0: Yeah, I guess. Looks, looks looks how that worked out for him, but
1: yeah. So it's it's him versus his girlfriend Julie. Um, And right off. Oh, and by the way, when they when they get to the end, they have three balls and they have to roll them into like little holes. Yeah, it's a, it's like I don't know ski, how else to say like it. It's
0: like skee ball, kind of. Yeah,
1: yeah, great, kind great of like analogy. Yeah, and yeah, you
0: just there's three of them. You need to, there. There are some little obstacles, kind of like mm-hmm. little blocks of wood sticking out. But you just need to roll them up, and then they like land in a little like divot.
1: Yeah. So they start off, and it, the the. The difference between them is immediately clear. Julie is going slow and steady. She is doing great. And John is just fucking up again and again. Like and each time
0: through, dropping his ball, yeah,
1: each time you drop the ball, you have to go back to the start. So a couple times he actually does catch up to her, but then drops it and has to go back and start so she she gets to the end, you know, pretty quickly to well, did you us. see the
0: one time really quick, let me say the last time when he like made it like decently far and dropped, he like punched the obstacle or something yeah. like, of rage. And I was like, oh, my God, I know you're frustrated, but like, Aww. chill the fuck out, dude. Like, I, I, I feel hate, like
1: I hate that I, shit.
0: I feel like getting angry is not going to make you perform better. Like you need yeah. to focus and channel. But so yeah, they they Julie makes it to the end, the last part, and John never even ends up making it there, right? Like mm-hmm. she sinks all three of them. She um,
1: does. Um. And so Julie wins, and John has to go to um, exile. And Jeff asks him, you know, how does it feel to lose to your girlfriend? And he's like, take the word friend out of it. It sucks to lose to a girl.
0: I cannot you dude. Fuck you. Well, even before that, when, you know, Jeff asks Julie, she's, you know, she's kind of down. I I actually wrote Julie downplays her win to coddle John's fragile male ego. And is like, I'm good at some things, but John's good at a lot of things.
1: Oh yeah. That sucked. I felt so bad for her watching that because I think that's truly a situation that a lot of women have been in. I've certainly been in that where you like, To quote uh, Tiara from The Bachelor, Sean Lowe's season, you have to dull your sparkle for somebody else. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of a John Rocker deep dive, but I'm going to wait until we get to exile. So um, just to to cap off this challenge, um, so John Rocker has to go to exile, and the person uh, that is chosen to go with him is Jeremy. Um, And then... And then, um, the, the, uh, the blue team, wait, no.
0: Yeah. Who yeah not, the bro. blue
1: team, they, they ask for, uh, flint. Yeah, um, it's and so I,
0: awkward. And it's Jeff so awkward.
1: <laughs> wait, I love, I love when Jeff goes, so the tribe with two firemen lost their flint. <laughs> and Jeff That's is so- like, Jeff is super annoyed because he's like, you're trying to leverage your win. Like, if you had come in here off the bat and said, we lost our flint, we want to trade our beans for the flint. He would have been like, yeah, sure. But now you know you won, so you're trying to leverage your win and keep your fishing supplies and, like, no.
0: Yeah, and and Jeff, yeah, and Jeff's like, they decide to keep the fishing gear. And Jeff's like, okay, we'll just let you know, you know, it's, it's going to get cold those nights, you know, when you can't restart. Because it's true, like, the nights it rains, like you can't rely on having the sun to start a fire. Like, and if it rains, your fire is gonna go out. Like, you really need that flint to start a quick fire as soon as you possibly can. Not, like, Dale breaking his glass. I mean, that's the other tribe, even. But, like, Dale breaking his glasses in half to, like, create a fire from the fucking sun. Like, yeah. and then, oh, I love John, not Rocker, John Mish, is, like, mm-hmm. from the blue. He He's like, oh, I'll eat raw fish. And I'm like, you're the one that lost the fucking flint. Like, you don't get to decide. Like, you lost yeah. it they get to decide, like Natalie is being a reasonable person and she's like, no yeah. we can fire. So they do ultimately end up leaving the fishing gear and taking right. the point. which I, it sucks. Cause like, I'm sure like fish is all you want to eat when you've just been eating. Yeah. The,
1: the thing I always come back to though, is like people don't always like, it, it really varies from season to season and tribe to tribe, like on if they're going to actually fish and use the fishing equipment. Some people get really into it and some people don't
0: seem to use it at all. So, yeah.
1: Catch a fish. Oh my god, he definitely could catch a fish.
0: Yeah. So, and they do have Keith. So I don't know. We'll see. I actually, I don't remember if they end up getting fishing gear throughout the season, but we will see yeah. how it plays out. We will. But, so yeah.
1: they they get their flint. They go back to the beach. Uh, Natalie's still crying. Um, I like when Missy goes, "Man, those twins." Because <laughs> <laughs> she's, you know, she it, it is heartbreaking,
0: but yeah, you know, that's
1: kind of all we we really see in that moment. It's just. Uh, I,
0: uh, But I feel like it's, and Natalie just says, you know, she's going to keep her head in the game and, you know, play hard. And it's just, like, so interesting just because I really feel like losing Nadia so early really did, you know, help her in the end. So I feel like, I feel like it's helpful for her almost to, like, know she's playing this individual game the whole time and not have the distraction. And it's just, like, her first moment on her path to greatness, you know? I
1: know, it really is.
0: Yeah. So... We go over to the
1: Orange Tribe, and all the guys are talking about John Rocker. They're like, was he that guy that got ran out of the league? They talk about the Sports Illustrated interview, and Josh says that, you know, people might think that they wouldn't be aligned, but he's actually an asset to work with because nobody's going to like him. Um, And then they're talking about how him and Jeremy are on exile. And uh, I forget who says it, but somebody goes, it better be a big damn island.
0: It was Dale. Yeah, because Dale's the one, because I think too, like, since everyone else is so young, I think that they might not have known about that interview, but Mm Dale was like the older one. So like, he definitely would have, you know, been keeping up with the news at that time. Yeah. Uh, so, da- yeah, Dale's the one that he was like, "Is he that guy that got ran out of the freaking league?" And it's like, yeah. sit around for grandpa's story no. time, like <laughs> t- telling them about it. Um, yeah.
1: Okay. So we go to exile, and Jeremy knows he he basically says like, "Yeah, I know he's a racist. Uh, I know who he is." Okay, and I want to talk take a minute to talk about John Rocker because i've I've seen this episode, obviously. I know that he said some problematic stuff, but truly I didn't know what was said. and i I wanted to know so that I could speak about this correctly. So do, do you mind if I if I get into it? Oh yeah, no, go ahead. Do you know what he said by
0: the way? I I, th- I honestly, I think that last time we were recording, I actually Googled it and I just kind of skimmed something, but right. I didn't fully read the article because yeah, no. we were recording the podcast. So that was yeah, and that, that I, I didn't, one.
1: I didn't read the whole article because I couldn't find it. I don't know if it's like still available or whatever. But here's here's the quote that everyone took an issue with. Okay, this was he was getting interviewed for Sports Illustrated, uh, and they were talking about a Mets game and. Um he's he's talking about the Mets and he says, Imagine having to take the number seven train to the ballpark, looking like you're riding through Beirut next to some kid with purple hair, next to some queer with AIDS, right next to some dude who just got out of jail for the fourth time, right next to some twenty year old mom with four kids. It's depressing. Oh my That's god. That's not
0: okay. My jaw just dropped. Like it, it's- I
1: it's really not okay. And I I wanted, I wanted to, to mention it specifically because two episodes ago, when we looked ahead to this season and talked about, you know, what we've been thinking about in light of, um, black lives matter and just calling out behavior that we don't agree with. Like, I want to take a super clear stance that like, this is not okay. There is no, there's no gray area about this. It's not okay to say that. And then, you know, this led me to a further deep dive about interviews that he's done since then. And he's continued to say problematic stuff. He did like an Ask Me Anything on Reddit, and somebody said, Why are you a racist? And he said, oh. I'm not a racist. I've dated three black women. And it's like, oh. that doesn't make you not a racist. So, okay. Oh
0: my God. Wow. The,
1: the issue that I take, right, is then. Why was he casted on this show? Because, that's, that's what I was gonna because say. because here's the thing. I, I th- what I truly truly hate is that, it, it like it's not they're not calling a spade a spade and this. What what year was this in? That tw- season 29. Like maybe.
0: Um, I think it was like I think it was like six 2000- years ago or something.
1: 2014. Yeah. Okay. So maybe the language did not exist to like call this what it was yet, but this is an incredibly racist, homophobic statement to make. And it's not okay. Why would you? So, okay. I was like, why would they cast him? And I found this interview that Jeff Probst did. This is on entertainment weekly. And this is what Jeff says. I find John Rocker a perfect fit for this show because of all the baggage he brings in. Not only was he a big time baseball player who people assume made a lot of money and had fame, but he's also made some very controversial, polarizing comments about how he views the world. That is in its core, when you take away all the strategy and all the challenges, that is what Survivor is about. It's a microcosm, it's a social experiment you take a group of people from all over the country, different walks of life, and you force them to work together to take care of each other. Blah, blah, blah. So the easy answer is if the group of people which rocker know who rocker is, or just don't like him as a guy, don't even know who he is. They vote him out. That's the game. Or if someone else with more power says, I don't like him and want to take him to the end because I can beat him. Then he'll go to the end. The rules are made by the players. So then he says, um, This is not me saying I condone everything that has ever been done and said by every person on Survivor. That's not it at all. It's also not me saying, well, what about having a couple who does this or somebody who does that? My judgments don't come into play. I like John Rocker being on the show because he has massive obstacles to overcome. I think this is shit. Okay. Like I think this is because here's the thing. It is not Survivor in some ways is a microcosm. Yes. But in other ways, it's not, because here's the thing, like, if you go to work, right, and there's somebody on your team who is a homophobic racist, you get to leave at five o'clock. People on his tribe have to... They can't leave at five o'clock. They live with him. They sleep next to him. If I was somebody on that tribe, like kudos to these people, but also did they really have a choice? Because in later seasons, like with Kelly, we've seen that if they feel uncomfortable, they don't really get like a a voice or a vote. Or they like, if somebody felt uncomfortable, did they really feel like they had the power to do anything about it? And I also just don't like, I also just don't like that his comments are referred to as baggage. That is not what baggage is. Baggage is coming into it and being like, oh, maybe I have some anger issues. Maybe I've been divorced three times. Like, uh, you know what I mean? That is not oh, yeah. baggage. That is a homophobic and racist statement. And I. I under, like, let's, let like, it's, let's call it what it is. Like, they cast him because they knew it would be good for ratings. People wanted to tune in and see this guy, this problematic guy, be in a situation where he was going to get called out. Or the people that agreed with him were like, yeah, you know what
0: I mean? Like, well, it's also, like, uncomfortable. What if, what if he did actually make it to the end and by some, you know, yeah. small chance one. Like, what is that reinforced... You know what I mean? Like, imagine how fucked up that exactly. would be with, like, people that were in the minority that, like, had a... Pro- like, say the people that had a problem with it were in the minority and they all got taken out and he made it. Like, that, you know, spoiler alert doesn't end up happening, but it's just kind of an uncomfortable position to put people in. And I just feel like you shouldn't have to be forced to be on an island with someone that, like, potentially hates you just because it's- of your race or your-
1: exactly.
0: It's orientation.
1: absolutely. It's just such a gross, bad decision when there are so many other people who could have been casted, who have baggage, quote unquote, that is just as interesting or unique that will not make other people feel threatened. So I, I don't know. I just took issue with the justification for having him on there. And obviously like, he's in this season. We have to talk about him. I'm not going to like bleep out his name, but like, I, I I just want to, I just want to like draw a hard line here and be like, that is an incredibly homophobic and racist statement. He clearly hasn't learned from it. And I think the decision to cast him was super shitty. And you um, shouldn't
0: give people like that a platform.
1: Exactly. And we, you know, we shared um, on our, our Instagram, our idol chatter, podcast, Instagram, um, a petition that's going around uh, to be have more anti-racist actions taken on Survivor. And one of those things includes having more Black or people of color in, posi- not just in the cast, but in positions of editors, producers, and casting um, staff. And I think, like, this is a great example why. Because, like, somebody should have been there to be like, um,
0: maybe not.
1: And also, you know? too.
0: Not to mention John, it's not like he is, you know, presenting himself as himself. He's trying to hide who he is. Yes. It's not Great like point. He, it's not like he's putting it out there and is like, wow, I did this fucked up thing, but like I want to show you. And also to survive. Like this shouldn't be John Rocker's redemption arc. You know what I mean? Like he shouldn't get a pat on the back for changing. No. I mean, not, not not even saying he has changed. But you know what I mean? It shouldn't it shouldn't be about that. But he's not even like For him to be able to, like, hide in plain sight, because potentially maybe no one would have known who he was. And what if he didn't make it to the end? You know what I mean? Like, that would have been fucked up. Like, that's not what happened. People did figure it out, but not because he told that, you know, they had to figure it out on their own, which had to lead to him, you know. Yeah. Because I think, I don't know, like, I don't know if we've gotten there yet where he's defended anything he said. I don't think that's happened. No, he he I, hasn't yeah.
1: even a little bit like he's, he's certainly mentioned it, but there's, I don't want to skip ahead because I know we're trying to approach this. Um, as if you haven't seen it. So I'm going to, I'm going to say quick spoiler alert. And if you don't want it, just skip a little bit. When I was getting ready for this season to for episode one, I think I stumbled upon I, like, a clip or a trailer or whatever. And it was basically of, it was after a challenge and, uh, his team, uh, loses again and natalie goes off and she's like you guys need to vote out like this homophobic misogynist oh Oh my god i forgot about that oh i cannot wait to get to it because it just totally validated everything i feel about natalie and even more so because i was like thank you like that good on her for like calling him out and saying what we're basically trying to say now it's not okay and i hold i hold people like jeff probes responsible because that's this just not okay like stop casting and you know, the, again we always talk sorry we always get on the bachelor tangent but like they do it all the time too they, they cast people who've said completely problematic things on twitter oh, like five garrett. years ago oh, garrett, garrett. <laughs> Um, And it's like blocked
0: on Instagram by Garrett.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They have all the money and resources in the world to vet these people. So it's it's never that they don't know. Obviously, in the case of Survivor and John Rocker, they knew everybody knew they do it for the ratings. They do it so that it's a tabloid headline. It's and and people tune in and it's just it's a cheap view. And I don't like it.
0: Not here for it. Not here for it. At least we know John Rocker ultimately gets his. In the end, so you know we can um, rest a little easier knowing that he doesn't make it very far.
1: Yeah. All spoiler, right, thank alert, you. spoiler
0: alert. Spoiler alert. Thank
1: you so much for allowing me to to go off on that because yeah, like it it is so funny watching these seasons again with like the analytical lens of we're gonna talk about it on a podcast because I. Even though it happened six years ago, I was like right there in it. I was just like, "Oh, like I was so mad." Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm gonna. So I I guess.
2: Well, I I guess one side. I need
1: to calm down. Yeah. So Um, we let's go back to exile. So they get to the urns. Jeremy and John Rocker, and uh, John Rocker gets the blank one, and I'm just like, "Yes," but then. Jeremy lets him read his. And he does this
0: because he has a plan. Yeah. And Jeremy decides that he is going to form some sort of alliance with John because he wants John to protect Val. And then he in turn will protect John's girlfriend, Julie, on his tribe, which, you know what? Makes sense. And I just like how Jeremy, like before, you know, he knows exactly who John is he knows he said some racist stuff and he, he, was, he was even like, I'm not saying John Rocker is a racist, you know, He maybe he's changed, but he did say those things will follow you. He's completely aware. And like, I, I don't know, like, it's his decision to deal with John Rocker in any way that he wants. And he's decided, you know what I mean? He's not going to change John Rocker.
1: Yeah. And so. again, like what choice did he have knowing how Survivor has, you know, treated black people who have an opinion in the past like he certainly doesn't want to be edited to be the angry black man. Like he wants to win the game. So like I don't know that he really had a choice, but I do think he handled it to the best of his ability.
0: Yeah, when he might as well just use it to his advantage. And also right. too, what do you and even if he did have a problem with it and he wanted to say something What's he going to do, piss yeah. John Rocker off and send yeah. him back to the tribe with his wife where he could potentially, right. like, get revenge by getting Val voted out? Mm-hmm. You know, might as well just use that mm-hmm. to your advantage to protect your wife.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly uh, an approach. So yeah, I,
0: I feel like I pretty if I was on exile with anyone, I pretty much would try to strike some kind of deal. I, I that's what I would I think I would do unless like I was talking to them and I got bad vibes immediately. But I mean, not, not that yeah. he doesn't have bad vibes about John yeah, Rocker. But I, I
1: think I think that uh, Val played it pretty well when she got her thing when she was like, oh, it's just information about camp. But like she was also on the island with Keith, who we all know is not. A strategic player, so he kind of bought it. Anyone yeah. who's there, anybody else would be like, Oh, that has to be about an idol. <laughs> like, yeah, um,
0: okay, so then we we go to the, the challenge, the immunity challenge. I love uh, this challenge, like any version well, of it. I some sometimes it's in the mud, sometimes I a beam sometimes it's in the ocean i like it's very straightforward it's like easy yeah. to keep up with i enjoy just watching like <laughs> battles versus like so everyone like running around a course sometimes especially for the the sake of our recapping it's so easy it just is easy to, like this happened this happened well, like, easy to follow i i'm coming for it
1: i like it for those reasons that it's easy to follow but i have this thing where i hate watching fights like oh, I yeah. tried to, I try watch the movie, uh, Rocky. I don't know if you've heard of it oh, um, What's that? a couple of months ago. Cause I, I have like this gap where I haven't seen a ton of movies that you're like quote supposed to see. And that was like, please watch it. I like I can't watch stuff like that I have to like close my eyes like it really upset oh. me to see people getting hurt <laughs> I
0: cringed multiple times during this and I was like oof like closing my eyes i I definitely like this makes me mm-hmm. like a little uncomfortable too but uh, uh
1: basically it's Jeff describes it as sumo style one-on-one you have this like heavy like weighted bag that you hold in your hands and you're on this little island and basically trying to... Um, knock your opponent off, and this reminds me a lot of a, a Mario Party game. Do you know what I'm talking
0: oh, about? Oh yeah, wait the the bumper balls. Yeah. The one where you're on the ball and like you have to knock it. Yeah, that is exactly what it's like. But yeah. you know, you're on you're on your feet, not not the bumper ball. Oh, I I love Mark Jeff, our our previous <laughs> guest. We used to play Mario Party in my basement for hours and hours and hours and hours on end. Yeah, oh my God. I, that's
1: why I brought it up because I far. knew you I knew you would now
0: Oh, man, I miss those days. Oh, my God. Um, so, um, I guess we should just get into our first battle. So, Blue, um, they have an extra person. So, um, they have somebody sit out. Who I'm, like, drawing a blank. Who sat out? Um, Julie.
1: Yes.
0: Julie, yeah. yeah. Yep, that, that is, because I'm, like, who did not compete? Julie. Okay, mm-hmm. so Julie sits out. So, our first battle is Kelly for Blue and Jacqueline for Orange, Um. And you know this this one's just pretty straightforward. Jacqueline wins pretty quick. It's it's not like that much of a battle.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Then it's the brother showdown. <laughs> I was excited for, for this. blue. And then Alec for orange. And then yeah. Drew wins against his younger brother Alec. Again, pretty straightforward.
1: This well, one. This, I- this one. Um. Yeah, like, and he kind of slipped, but this one I was like, I thought this one was more physical than the others because, like, brothers like are used
0: to like wrestling around and stuff. Yeah. But then it
1: gets it, it continues to get pretty physical.
0: Oh my God, it does. So now it's Jeremy versus Wes. You know, two firefighters. Two firefighters. I, you know, I really was expecting Jeremy to win. I it, like, was it, it shocked. Was, it was kind of cool. You know, I feel like in the beginning, Jeremy had it. But you never know. Like, I mean, Wes is a firefighter, too. Like, he's really yeah. strong. Like I,
1: I so, wrote, holy shit, how did Wes win? But you know what? Jeremy was just on exile. He's tired.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like they were pretty, I feel like they were equally matched. It could have gone either way. Um, uh-huh. This one, oh, man, this is a good one. So now we have Natalie. Saw. And I don't, I don't even know, like, at this time, if how into CrossFit Natalie was. I don't know if that right. was, like, that was her thing then, like, six years ago. But she still is very strong. And then Val is a cop. So, I mean, she's, mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, in good shape. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> this one was a really good battle. Like, it ends up, like, this, this one, Natalie ends up down, but she will not budge. Right. And then she ends up getting Val, and, like, Val's kind of trying not to budge. But ultimately, Natalie pushes her it- off.
1: This one, this one was this took a long time, and it was a lot of back and forth. I, I wrote in my notes. I wrote, "Oh my god, ladies!" But yeah, Natalie ultimately ultimately wins. And my favorite about this is when Natalie gets back onto the platform with her tribe. She goes, "Damn, Jeremy's got a tough ass wife." Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Just like knowing how their friendship evolves, I, I yeah.
0: that. love that. Friendship. Oh, okay. Yeah, love that. Okay. So so right now we're we're st- we're tied. So we're yes. like we're two and two. Mm-hmm. Um, now what what Jeff calls the Battle of the Johns. Oh my God. This one was painful to yeah. watch. But, but not, not, so painful delightful. Because, not painful because it's not painful in an embarrassing way, painful in an ouch way. Like yeah. did, literally, did you hear the head smack right in the beginning? No, it, I didn't.
1: Thank God.
0: Oh, it makes me nauseous. Yeah. Like you could like hear the head smack and I think John right away, like, is bleeding, like John Rocker, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think they like end up smacking heads again at some point. And I, I'm actually surprised that um, John from Blue ends up taking John Rocker down just because John Rocker's so big. But again, yeah, I, think I, was John bleeding. I think he's bleeding from the face. I was so. delightfully
1: surprised. And it, it kind of seems like, you know, seeing the West versus Jeremy, the John versus John Rocker. It might be a little bit of an advantage to be a little bit smaller because you can, like, be a little more agile. I don't know. But,
0: yeah, yeah but
1: it was yeah. it was delightful awesome. that.
0: The good John prevailed. Yeah,
1: that was delightful. And then uh, we get into Missy versus Baylor, which this was, <laughs> like, so obnoxious.
0: It was. It was, but this is what made me cry for some reason. I don't really, I don't like Missy and Baylor. I really don't like them. But, like, for some reason, I just felt, um, I don't know, I, I, I think I was just feeling emotional, like, and I was, like, thinking about my mom for some, you know well, what I mean? It, sure, yeah. it, it wasn't I mean, about Missy and Baylor, it was, a, it was, like, a personal, like, tearing up, but it just made they, me feel very emotional. I don't know why. I just, they, I, I
1: never would have, because I think they got to pick their matchups, like, that was part of the strategy. I never would have done this. I never in my life would have fought my mom. Like, I would have been like, no, I'm not doing that. Give
0: me somebody else. Yeah, um, no, I agree. I, I like, I don't know whose idea it was. Like, maybe, yeah, and I don't and maybe, think they Baylor might have been like, go ahead. Like, I don't think Missy's yeah. daughter. I don't yeah, know. And,
1: like, and maybe part of the thinking, too, is like, I don't want somebody else to hurt them. So I want to do it because I know I won't be like a monster. But basically, right off the they, they, Jeff, you know, is like, how does this feel? And they both say that they're visualizing one of Missy's ex-husbands. Ha ha. Yeah. Um, but like right from the from the jump, Baylor uh, like splits her lip kind of, and she should, uh, eye roll, okay, because it's like I don't know. I think she's kind of being a baby, and it's just oh, like she's just her quivering her quivering lip. I was just like, oh my god, suck it up.
0: Yeah, I mean, a hundred percent agreed. I don't know. And you know what though? Maybe she was fucking trying to play her mom because it That's ends up. My, her- yeah. Yeah, it ends up working in her favor because her Missy I think does not a little come at it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a little bit manipulative. Yeah, she's a manipulative, shysty little brat.
1: Yeah, I I have some thoughts to say about Baylor when we get to well, oh. almost, I won't say anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, me too. I, I,
1: this this did not paint her in a good light at all. So, she Baylor oh, wins. wait. Wait, want to know a fun
0: fact about Baylor? Yes. Um, I am pretty sure she is a Christian singer. Yeah, no, I think she is too. Well, it's just, like, I, I don't think that's very godly, Baylor. <laughs> um, your, your, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think Jesus would approve of your manipulation, but th- that's for another time. But, whew.
1: Ooh, so, they're tied again. And then we get Reed versus Josh.
0: Which brings me to my favorite moment, probably, of the entire episode that made me LOLOL. Did you catch this?
1: Well, I wrote LOL. This is kind of funny, but I don't know why
0: I wrote that. But it okay. was funny because reed is up for blue and josh is up for orange and drew is on the blue team and he goes let's go josh and then john mish has to go um it's it's reed that's on our team oh my god (laughs) He cheers for the wrong person and it's just like drew and alec are just like i was dying just i don't know they're just like kind of portrayed as buffoons and yeah but they also (laughs) look they not Alec. Alec way less than Drew. Like a yeah. hundred. Alec actually doesn't bother me that much. I I actually think mm-hmm. he's fine. I I almost like kind of like Alec. Drew I just find so obnoxious. And you know he's the he's just I was dead. I was like you are just mm-hmm. such an idiot. And like you think you're so amazing. Like you know his like amazing shelter he built and that mm-hmm. poisoned everyone. Like, <laughs> oh my god.
1: Well, Josh ends up going in the water. So, uh, yeah. Um, And then we have Keith versus Dale, the battle of the dads. And this, this is like, this made me nervous. Like, I just like, I get nervous when I see like two older men. I'm like, oh my God, don't hurt your knees. So adorable. Like, Like, you get hurt, but especially not Keith. I know. Oh my God, Keith. Uh, Keith does eventually go in and they're tied once again. So, Kelly versus Jacqueline have to go, and Dale is feeling his feelings. He's like, I can't watch. And Jeff's like, why not? And he's like,
0: it's her birthday today. Oh, God. That, is, that got me. I, did you just hear me tear yeah. up a little bit now? Yeah. That's so cute. I just, I love dads. I know. Dads
1: are the best. Um, I really- Kelly wins, which good for her. It's her birthday. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and also just surprising because going into it, if I was her, I'd be really nervous because Jacqueline beat her the first time.
1: Yeah, well, I think she's kind of getting her bearings, and they also went first out of anyone, so they had to yeah. see, like, what some other people were doing. True. Um, So Blue wins, and uh, Orange has to go to tribal again. So they they get back to the island, and, and Val's still continuing on with this, like, you know, ruse of having an idol, and I'm like, why can't she find it?
0: I know, they don't show her really looking that much, so who knows how much effort she's, you know, maybe she really did try or didn't understand the clue, because, um, as we know, John has a clue now. Oh, um, God, I, hated yeah. so I hate it. Yeah, so Val, that. yeah, so Val, you know, pretty much is, like, saying to us, like, she doesn't have an idol, Jacqueline's her only alliance, so she just needs to make big moves to stay in the game, um, and then just a quick aside, Dale's, you know, prouder than he's ever been of anyone, proud of Kelly, just oh, yeah. sweet. But so then we show there we're at the well, I think. And mm-hmm. then John is talking to Val and, you know, admits Jeremy got the clue, but he did share it with him. Mm-hmm. And I guess I, I kind of missed this part, but I I I've, later John mentions it to someone else. So I guess this is what Val said and I just missed it. But she says she has idols for her and Jacqueline. Which, yeah, she says she has two. Which... If you're, if you're going to lie, make make your lie believable. Why mm-hmm. would you have two idols in one day? Yeah. I mean, anything's possible in Survivor, they throw different twists out all the time, but I don't know. I feel like she should have just said she had, yeah. She was playing it for herself. Well, I don't know. I like, agree. Yeah, so I don't think because, that was this move.
1: Because then John Rocker finds an idol and, like, Which why God, why?
0: Yeah, like, he finds it so fast, and, you know, he, he says, you know, the big sports type. Oh. Oh. I, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know exactly what he said, but basically the athlete's They usually, like, make it close to the merge. But then once the merge is coming, people want to vote them out because they don't want to have to, you know, do individual challenges against them, which makes sense. So basically, like, security.
1: all the guys are saying that they're going to split the votes. They're going to do three votes for Val and three votes for Baylor.
0: Due to Val having her two idols. One's for her, one's for Jacqueline.
1: So at this point... John Rocker says, I need to keep my word to Jeremy and try and help her. And so John tells Val, play your idol. Um, And okay, so one of my questions is like, why wasn't Jacqueline's name coming up at all? But then also like, John, this is not helping. Helping would be to be like, hey, fellas, let's vote for somebody else. Helping isn't taking the idol that should have been hers that you only found because her husband gave you a clue and then telling her to play it when well, it, it's just not, it's just, it's,
0: oh, uh, he's the worst. But, but the thing is, though, I, how does he still think she has two fucking idols and he, ha- did, what, does he does he, does he, does he, think it's like a free-for-all, like, idols what for I'm everyone? That's he's
1: clearly an idiot.
0: Like, like, why would you think there are three idols? But also, too, you know what, I... We don't know exactly what was said if the other people are so on Val. Not to defend John Rocker's character.
1: No, you're right.
0: but, But we don't know if they were dead set on Val. The fact that he outed to them that she has an idol, you know, just to say, like, oh, she has an idol. Like, why don't we throw some votes on Baylor, too? If Val had just... Confessed? To, I don't know. Like, if if John was forthcoming enough to tell Val about the alliance with Jeremy, I don't know why Val maybe couldn't have just been like, yeah. okay, listen, I don't actually have an idol. Right. If you want to keep your word to Jeremy, please put the yeah. votes on bail. You know what I mean? Right, right, like, right. you know, it's like right. a two way street. I'm not defending John Rocker, but no, like,
1: no, no, you make you make a good point. And Val's kind mm-hmm. of thinking like, if she then votes for Baylor and Jacqueline votes for Baylor, they have this in the bag. But yeah.
0: Which um, I guess. Oh, cause, so yeah. So I guess it didn't pan out that way. Because technically, if three people did vote for Baylor and three for Val, and then Jacqueline yeah, and it, and if it, they threw their votes on Baylor, it would have Baylor would have been gone going it, home, and it, that would have been a deal with I her. No,
1: anyway. it doesn't work out. And also, right before they go to tribal, Josh notices that John and Val walk off together, and he's like, "That's suspicious. I've never seen them talk before." So. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't well played on either of their parts. Um, yeah, and it's we, awesome.
0: splitting the vote is risky at that point. Yeah.
1: So then we get into tribal, and uh, they they start kind of talking about the challenge, and they admit that doing a loved one versus loved one wasn't the best strategy. Um, yes. <laughs> Josh gives a metaphor about Broadway about how they need to change how when you're in a Broadway show, you practice and you iterate and you make it better um and and
0: like okay sure <laughs> i just love i know, i was just laughing because yeah because it's like you do a preview for the show and you like think it's like the shit and the audience hates it and then okay. you have to like change it for you know opening night basically is what he's saying and i was just laughing because like how many sports analogies do we get like on any show <laughs> like ever yeah so it's just funny having a nice little broadway analogy i, I like switching it up good job yeah Josh. good
1: job
0: oh, um next part
1: This part drove me bananas. Okay. So they start talking about, um, you know, how what everyone's standing is. And Val basically calls Baylor out for playing both sides, which she is. Um, And her and Jacqueline, you know, say, Baylor, like you flipped. Um, And (laughs) Baylor's just like, wow. (laughs) Val's like, wow, is right. You need to own what you did.
0: Yeah, this was super annoying. Baylor, yeah, because they, there's call caller out for playing both sides, and they were saying she flipped on the girls, and they, or they fl- flipped on us, and Jeff's like, who? And Jack, you know, Val and Jacqueline are like, us, and Nadia and Baylor. Baylor told us to vote for Dale, and Baylor straight up denies it, and it's a fucking lie. Like, I know you're supposed to, like, outwit, outplay, you're supposed, you can lie, eh, but like, I don't know she lied with such ease that it just like kind of pissed me you know what I mean like she didn't defend it and say they were voting out a guy Dale's name was being thrown around so I just was like yeah go ahead vote for Dale I but I knew I wasn't voting for you know what I mean absolutely yeah just like straight up lied and like made it seem like I don't like I don't like that like when you can lie sometimes maybe like you can lie to someone and tell them you're voting for someone and you're not. But I think when you lie about something you said in the past, that's kind Mm -hmm. of different. Shiesty. You know what I mean? No,
1: this, this moment made me just, I, I was, I did not like how Baylor came off here. It was, it felt
0: really gross. Well, and it just, and it just pisses me off because then, you know, then they all, then they all start talking like, oh yeah, well, Val has two idols. Val has two idols. And then, you know, Jeff's like, Val, will you be surprised if you get votes? And she said, No then, oh, Baylor, would you be surprised if you get votes? And she was like, oh, like, well, now, now I wouldn't be. But you know, it's something about, like, you know, she wouldn't want to get voted out because of this crazy talk. And I just think it's so fucked up. Like, it's basically, like, just taking away Val's credibility. Yeah. So it's fucked up. Like, it's just wrong. It's, like, you, like Val's on the bottom, clearly. And you're just making her seem like a liar. But you're the fucking liar. Like, yeah. I know it's game, but I just feel like there's – Different situations where you can lie and stretch the truth, manipulate a little bit, but I feel like when you're calling someone a liar, at tribal and making up things they said and deny, like projecting things you did on, it's fucked up. Don't like I it. Didn't like it. Not I didn't here like for it. it.
1: Yeah. Overall, it was a pretty quick tribal council. Um, we get into the vote. Val obviously does not play an idol, so they end up tied. Val versus Baylor, and they need to do
0: a revote. And John Rocker did vote for Baylor. Yes, he did. But we
1: get to the revote, and basically how it works, if you don't know, is Val and Baylor are not allowed to vote, and the rest of the tribe can only vote for Val or Baylor. This is where I don't understand this, and I don't like it. John Rocker goes and votes for Val, and he's basically like, Damn it, Val look at the situation you put me in. Now it's gonna look to your husband like I didn't keep my word and it's like he switched he switched his vote to Val because he was upset that she bluffed about the idol. Again, you should have known that she was bluffing about the idol because you found the idol that should have been hers. It Does't make any sense to me why he does this? I It makes sense to me
0: because okay, so. no one because no one else voted for um, Baylor. So John would have been voting for Baylor. Um, wait, hold on one second. Yeah, because it's um, besides Jacqueline that is. So John would have just basically been going against his alliance I to prevail for, for her to still yeah. go home and put himself on the bottom. I'm not. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. He's clearly. I almost just said, "Oh, is that too mean?" No, it's not. He, I can say John shit. That's, oh, my God, sorry. I, like, I guess I was just thinking, like, I also have been saying some, like, harsh things about Baylor. And, like, I just, like, have read some, like, tweets recently and stuff where when people are, like, attacking players and stuff on Twitter and then other players are, like, you know, yeah. these are real people you shouldn't so I'm, like, shit, am I being too harsh on Baylor? And <laughs> no, I, I mean, go I, that I, person, think her, her I think we're criticizing her
1: gameplay. Her,
0: her gameplay is crappy. And I'm just saying John Rocker is crappy as a person.
1: Yeah. There's, there's for sure a difference we're like yeah I don't I don't want to call Baylor out as a person I'm saying I don't like how she handled herself in this tribal and how she's been playing her game thus far but I totally feel comfortable saying that John Rocker's a piece of shit like I if okay, that's what I'm gonna much. if that's what I'm gonna like you know, like I, I stand by that. I'm fine
0: with that. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, am really sorry. I like just felt the need to be like, oh, am I being mean? No, I can be as mean. No, as that's I want.
1: part. That's part <laughs> of it. That's like what we're conditioned. That's what we're conditioned to do is to be like, oh, I shouldn't. You know what I mean? Anyway,
0: whew, yeah, God, we, he's, we could yeah. get into that. I was, I was already like, crap. Am I being mean to Baylor? Am I an asshole? And then I, excuse. me So I, I will just go to say, yeah, John is a piece of shit. I'm, lo- I'm losing my train of thought, but he, he's. Like, he's clearly dumb if he didn't know Val was lying. But also, at the same point, like, why he did try—he did, in his own way, try, I think, to the— I think he thought Val was going to make it through, the like, the tribal. I think that he thought she had an idol and that she was going to play it. I know that's stupid that he thought that, but I don't think it was intentional. Like, I don't think he was pulling one over on Val or Jeremy. I think he thought that he was doing everything he could. And at that point, he's like, well, Val, you won't let me help you— I'm not going to screw myself just to, you know, I, yeah. like at this point, I, assume, I, see I totally see what you're saying. If he doesn't make it to the merge to like align with Jeremy, there's no point. So he needs to do what he needs to do to make it farther in the game. So, and if he yeah. goes against his Alliance just for Val to go home, right. he's I, I going home no matter what, because his I, Alliance did not vote three and three. Yeah. Like they were supposed to, their the line was drawn in the sand. They were going to vote for Val no matter what. So he had to be with them or against them. And it was a better position for him to be in, to be with them. And
1: Damn. it was
0: a, it was a strategic move on his, his part that, to save himself. And
1: that was, an like, amate, that was an amazing yeah. breakdown. And I, that makes a lot of sense. I guess here's one question. Could he have done more? And it's like, they, they had, that they had this agreement. Like I'll look out for your wife. You look out for my girlfriend. Could he have during tribal Maybe like and, and I guess the, the way the reason I asked could he have done more is you know that like he has people on this tribe like Wes who are kind of looking to him for like what to do. So if he had taken a harder stance against Baylor, could it have made a
0: difference? Perhaps we'll never know. I guess he I guess he could, but like at the same time, you can only control yeah. what you do. You can try to control what other people do by influencing them and convincing them, but you really can only control your own actions. And maybe he really doesn't care that much if Julie gets protected. You know what I mean? Oh my god, yeah, no, no, you're right, you're
1: right. Like,
0: maybe he doesn't really care about Julie. Like, clearly he couldn't even stand losing to her in that reward challenge, so maybe he doesn't, he's not invested in protecting Julie as Jeremy is for Val. Like, you know, maybe maybe he was kind of just like, well, shit, I tried, man. Like, you know, Jeremy will see, Jeremy will understand. Like, I did what I could. Not that he'll really get to explain it to him because they're on different tribes, but I think in his mind, he's like, you know what? I did what I could. I tried, but, you know, I just got to keep keeping on. You're Man, right. I never, I never really thought that I would kind of understand John Rocker's perspective. Just to let everyone know, that only stands for this particular vote in Survivor. Yeah, oh, not for sure. anything about his other life views. Those I wholeheartedly um, disagree with.
1: So Val Val gets voted out. And Jeremy's going to be furious, though.
0: Oh, my God. He, uh going to be he he definitely gets real pissed I, I remember just from past feelings
1: mm-hmm. do you have any final thoughts on this episode
0: you know I, I feel like we kind of kind of said it all there yeah. were a couple things I feel like I wanted to bring up like but we ended up so proud of us we ended up kind of integrating them because mm-hmm. I actually I was planning on saying oh well we know next week Jeremy's going to be fucking pissed and then I was going to kind of go into my my John Rocker I'm not going to say defense but Uh, breakdown analysis. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Analysis of, you know, (laughs) what his reasoning was, but you know, we were able to kind of just integrate that into, into the vote. So
1: again, I think this is still so incredibly hard to do, but do you think there is an MVP of this episode?
0: An MVP? I Um, I
1: have one, you know who I want to say, I want to say
0: Julie because I loved that she beat John Roger at the challenge. Oh, I mean, that was definitely awesome. We also, too, like, you know, Kelly coming back and, you know, losing the first battle and then winning. And it's her birthday. Like, happy birthday, Kelly, even though, you know, it's it's not your birthday today. And you know what
1: is so funny, too, is to watch these early episodes, Kelly Wentworth's first two episodes, knowing that she goes on to become kind of like a, a favorite player who, you know, spoiler alert, Appears oh, her, in future seasons but it's funny to see it
0: was amazing yeah
1: but it's funny to so see good. in these first two episodes she is you know kind of quiet she hasn't really made that much of an impression yet so that that's yeah. interesting all right now, tell something,
0: you and Julie. something i will know one person i want to like i kind of want to throw out there two people like I'm, I'm not gonna i guess i'm not gonna call them mvps but i do want to say I think Josh is is setting himself up really yeah, well. Yeah, no, that's that's a great point. Josh is because I think Josh is the one that changed the vote where they didn't split Baylor and um, Val. Yeah, I, and I think no, that's I think I think Josh is very strategic too. Like especially as a gay man, like when he knows that John Rocker is like a homophobic piece of shit, like, mm-hmm. and he's like he he's like yeah, like I don't have to like everything he does, but I'm gonna use it to my advantage. Like I think he like. Maybe like physical gameplay, we're going to give it to those two girls, but strategic that's, gameplay.
1: That's a fantastic point. I'm going to include yeah. an honorable mention.
0: Yeah. And Maybe then the even person, an MVP spot. The other person I was going to say, even though I do not like their tactics, I think they are playing dirty is I think Baylor's setting herself up pretty damn good now too. Like with the Missy thing, I think she kind of knew what she was doing when she was going against her mom and like how she was acting and ended up getting her win. And also just the vow thing. I don't support it. I don't approve of it, but I think mm-hmm. that it, it's helping her.
1: Well, dude, abs- Great points.
0: Yeah. All yeah. right. Cool. Yeah, I've, I've, I have a lot to say. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I have a game for you to play.
0: <laughs> I'm so excited. You told me about it the other day and I've been waiting ever since. <laughs>
1: Um, so, I was inspired by something you said last week. I forget who we were talking about. I think it must have been Jonathan, who had a birthday, and you said he's a cancer. He would be. So, um, I would like to introduce you to the game oh uh, Survivor. What's
0: their sign? Oh my <laughs> so- God, this is so exciting! I'm sorry Alex- for any people that do not like us <laughs> And I don't read my horoscope every day and like base my life on it, but I just think it's very interesting yeah. to like read about like the traits of your astrological so, sign and see how they apply to you. I think, it, I think it's just fun. And I, for me, a lot of the things are very true. So, so I'm a, um, I am too am a Cancer.
1: <laughs> let me explain to you how it's going to work. I have, okay. five, I have five people from this season because I just stopped at five. <laughs> um, and, I'm going to tell, I'm going to name the person. I'm going to give you three options, three signs to pick from, and you have to pick the correct one. And you can kind of talk it out (laughs) on why you think they're that one. And just for what it's worth, each each one I have is only going to be used once. So if one person is one sign, that sign's not, wait, that might have already given you some information, but whatever. Anyway.
0: We'll we'll figure it out.
1: Yeah. So are you ready?
0: (laughs) I'm, I'm just never more ready for anything in my life.
1: And I realize you might know you ha, for anyone who doesn't know Ashley has like an amazing memory like it's it's really freakish like it should be studied um so you might if you know some of these people's birthdays like you might have some clues but whatever okay yeah all right the first the first sign astrological sign we're going to be guessing is natalie's and here are your three options
0: Scorpio Aries or Cancer all right well she's definitely not a cancer she hasn't cried in 10 years (laughs) this is hard because I think that I might know this but I will just I will tell you why they could be either one the not crying thing I feel like an Aries I don't know I one of my best friends is an Aries and we were talking about crying Carolyn And we were talking about crying literally yesterday when we got drinks after the bridal shower we attended. And she was, like, talking about, like, crying about something. And she was, like, I don't cry. And I was, like, (laughs) I know. It was, like, weird that one time you cried because you don't cry. (laughs) Like, it's just, like, she does not cry. So that's a big one. And Aries just, like, is very, it's, like, the Ram. Like, very, like, headstrong. And I feel like just, like, not very emotional. I don't know. Like, I... But, and scorpio too is like a very powerful sign but i think definitely more of an emotional powerful sign scorpio. so yes so very very powerful everyone all right so... emotional everyone but so yeah we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go with aries although i think that i i do actually already know this because i love yeah. natalie so much so of course i want to know her birthday
1: she's uh, an aries you got it right yes ding 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 nice nice job Okay, so next up, we have Keith, and oh. your your options are Gemini, Virgo, or Leo. Oh, God. Also, I just want to say, while you're thinking, for the record, I had to, like, Google these birthdays, and I'm not going to, like, make any claims that they're accurate, <laughs> but okay. to the best of my ability.
0: Oh, man, It's so hard, because Keith's the whole personality. He's just, like... I feel like he's so low-key and mellow, it's really hard to get any sort of... Like, okay, Gemini, I feel like there would be some duality to Keith's personality, and I just don't know if there is that. And I, I think it's hard sometimes when you don't have, a like, a huge personality and you are just kind of very simple, straightforward, maybe it's, like, really hard to get a good gauge of it, and so I'm just gonna go blindly and say Virgo. Keith is a Leo. Uh, well, see, Leos are very... Uh, there's this person that I was friends with at a time in my life and really lived for Leo season and <laughs> being a Leo and just extremely, like, attention-seeking and, like, no, I'm not... This is not against all Leos, but I feel like Leos like are very showboaty. and so mm-hmm. I see that's thing. Like you don't get those vibes from Keith right. necessarily, but I think it's because of Keith's personality. It's so hard to say.
1: Um, this is by the way, like so fun to hear you talk out. Oh my god. Um, me. I I was like, she'll either really like this or feel on the spot, and I'm glad you like it because it's a lot of oh, fun. Oh yeah.
0: It's okay. okay, like, and I, I'm I'm no expert, and also too, it's like astrology, like it's fun, but it's not. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you're a Scorpio, and I know, I know you're also a, a Slytherin, right?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think you being a Slytherin adds to you being a Scorpio because, in general, mm-hmm. I feel like you don't necessarily have that Thank Scorpio you. like. I, I, I think that you don't have that Scorpio like, rage. Like not not rage, but like a Scorpio. Like you don't want to piss off a Scorpio because th- I think that you're like very like. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not confrontational,
0: and you're not. But, yeah, you're not like domineering, really. Yeah, but I I but do hold a grudge. Yes, exactly. But this was, it's so, but it's not like a be all end all like your sign. You know that that's yeah. why it, it, it's just for fun. So I'm I'm gonna I, do the best I can based on my yeah. assessments. But you're
1: you're no you, like you just said you're not an expert, but you're also like certainly not a novice. Like I I yeah. would literally just be blindly guessing. Okay, yeah,
0: it's fun. So much fun. <laughs>
1: The, the the third person is Jeremy. So hmm. your choices are Cancer, Aquarius, or Taurus. Did Ooh. I say that right? Is
0: it Taurus or Taurus? I say Taurus, but I don't know. Okay, I, Taurus. I yeah, no, it's I'm it's sure you're right. Okay, this
1: Taurus, is, Aquarius, or Cancer.
0: This is really hard. Um, because I ins I initially was thinking I get. Something vibes. I'm not gonna say which of those signs, but I was getting vibes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but then you said the other one, and I was like, which I I know less about. One of the I, I know all about Cancer, of course,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I know I know a decent amount about Taurus, but I don't know that much about Aquarius. But when you said Jeremy's name, I said I get Taurus vibes, is what I said. So I'm just sticking. I'm just sticking to it.
1: You're right.
0: Hey, okay. I don't know why. It 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 just it, it's just a vibe. Um.
1: Okay. So this next one. So those those three. Oh. It was weird. Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, I just want to say the. Re- okay. This sounds weird, but like okay. So, or your compatibility, and I I don't know if it's just romantic, but just in general, I find that I like attract a lot of water signs. So I'm a Cancer. So Pisces, Scorpio, and Cancer are the water signs. So you are like most compatible with those signs, but then you also are compatible with other, there's, there's 12 signs obviously, and they're clustered into three. So there's fire signs, um, Mm -hmm. water signs, earth signs, and air signs. So I guess earth signs and, um, and water signs go together and then fire and air go together. And I really like Jeremy, and he, a Taurus Mm -hmm. is an Earth sign. So that's, that, that, I was like, I really like him. I get a good vibe. And that, that is where that came from. That's
1: so, I love, I just, I love the, I love the explanation. (laughs) Okay. So those first three, it was easiest to find their birthdays. At this point, it got a little harder to find out. And I had to do stuff like scroll through their Instagrams to find when they tried to, when they like made some kind of happy birthday post. So, Take yeah, take that to me what you will. And again, this is where I'm also saying like I could be off by a day or two. So we'll, hopefully that doesn't you know. Hopefully throw the they're not off. on the
0: cusp. Oh my goodness. Okay.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Okay. It's okay. So up next we have Dale, and your Ooh. choices for Dale are Pisces, Scorpio, or Leo.
0: I don't know. I I, I kind of get a Scorpio vibe. <laughs> What, what do you your... think? Well,
1: I know the answer. <laughs> oh,
0: what's, what's the answer? It could go either way. Uh, I... He is a Pisces. Oh, damn it. You know, it's hard because they're both water signs, so they ha- can have some similarities, but they really are kind of on opposite ends of the, s- the spectrum
2: uh-huh.
0: of the water signs. Like, I feel like Cancer is, like, the happy medium.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, damn, um... I don't know. I It was a shot in the dark. <laughs> I... I oh,
1: again, I, it's kind of like Keith. I don't think we get that much from Dale right off the bat,
0: yeah, exactly. I don't know. I feel like i I felt like he was kind of even though he he was on the outs, I feel like he could be like a little powerful in
1: mm-hmm. some ways like he I made that fire, I,
0: yeah. and he, but and he also managed to kind of like get himself from the bottom to like not even his name coming up this time. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought that that was like a kind of more assertive Scorpio thing to do. And also Kelly mentioned that she hadn't talked to her dad in a while. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe he like, maybe he holds a grudge or something, you know, maybe, maybe that's why. But yeah. I'm, so I'll, wait, I'll are, are Pisces,
1: me, just to make sure, are Pisces and Scorpio near each other or no?
0: They're not, you know, they're like pretty much completely like not opposite, but it's like separated by three months. So it's like Pisces oh, are okay. like February right. and March. Cause, and then cause I was worried because
1: that, that was one of my Instagram ones where I ha- I found a post that Dale it was like Dale and Kelly together and he was like Kelly came up for a birthday lunch and I was like oh I mean sometimes you have birthday lunches with your parents like on the weekend after or something so I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't you know too far off.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, it says I just Googled and it says March seventh, nineteen fifty nine. So that is yep, that is a Pisces. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Dale. Right. Sorry, I, <laughs> I I didn't. All
1: right. So if you're if you're keeping score right now, you are. You've got two right and two wrong. So this is be tiebreaker.
0: Oh god. Tie <laughs> okay. Against myself, the best kind.
1: Oh my god. So our our final our final uh what's your sign contestant is Josh. And your three choices are, and I just, by the way, like picked these at random. Um, your choices are Virgo, Sagittarius, or Cancer.
0: Okay, this is. This is tough because I will say I know less about signs that are not ones that I'm compatible with necessarily. Mm -hmm. Like, so I definitely would know more. I wouldn't know much about Sagittarius because I believe that Sagittarius is fire. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um uh, I don't know. Like hmm. Let's see. I really don't know much about Sagittarius. I do like him a lot. I feel like I relate to him. So I like part of me wants to say cancer, but also I feel like he seems kind of methodical, which is kind of like a, like I I kind of have to, since I like him and I kind of relate to how he's playing, I think that he is either going to be a cancer or a Virgo. And I'm just going to, even though I could be totally wrong, remove Sagittarius from the mix. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like the way he is playing, where he, like, he seems to be genuine and open and, like, wanted, like, I think he has, like, a genuine kind of relationship with Baylor. I think that, mm-hmm. I think he seems like he has, like, a good heart, but he's also kind of, like, I feel like he can be a little shysty, and I I, I I like to think, I I think that I would definitely be building relationships with people, but also still maybe, like, behind uh-huh. this being a little shiesty. So uh, I, I guess I'm going to I'm just going to go for cancer. You're right! Oh my god! Let's <laughs> Okay, Josh and Reed are no longer together. So no, let's see if they I work couldn't. compatible. I feel like Reed, I I don't know. I Let's see. Reed, what is Reed's last name? I don't
1: know. Just do like Reed Survivor. Oh,
0: Reed, if I type in Reed, Reed Kelly comes up right away, which is his name. Which is weird. Oh, He's the most famous uh, Reed?
1: It's says that he okay so we I think we can get there somehow because the survivor wiki references September
0: fifth. His... That's a Virgo. They could. It's not the it's not the most compatible, but it's not. Well, not that compatible. makes
1: makes sense that they didn't last then, doesn't
0: it? Well, he he is an Earth sign, so it's like the second yeah. tier of compatible. So they they could be like relatively compatible, but you know that it doesn't. It's not everything's written in the stars, Lara, You know.
1: <laughs> oh my God, that was so fun. I'm glad you liked it. I was also yeah. wondering. If, cause I, I first was just gonna tell you the person and be like, guess what their sign is, but that I think would have been too open ended. So I liked uh, having the
0: three choices. Well, I would if you had not narrowed it down. You, I literally be like, okay, well, I don't think they're <laughs> because this. Uh, I don't know. I get the, you. It, narrowing it down to three choices was very was helpful because
1: mm-hmm.
0: imagine me talking out twelve different signs for each person. We would be here. Oh all- my
1: god. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm pretty
0: hungry. So
1: <laughs> I'm honestly fascinated by astrology. I don't know nearly as much as you do. It's like something I want to get into, but I just haven't. But that was fun. I enjoyed hearing your perspective.
0: Oh, well, thank you. I really enjoyed this game. I also kind of have a game <laughs> of sorts for you. It's not it's not a game. It's just a you, it's a listener. It's a listener submitted question.
1: Is this a surprise you said you had for me? Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay, so okay. This, this, this question comes from a listener of the podcast. I can't you're, you're wondering, oh, Ashley, how do you have a listener submit a <laughs> question when, when we both, when I'm the only one that logs into the email? Oh, I, you did give me the password, but I don't remember it right now. How do you know? <laughs> I'm I am not like I'm going to be honest. Gabby texted me, okay? Okay. This is our friend Gabby, listener of the podcast, guest, former guest, guest of the podcast. We on the podcast. show. We, we, hope she, we hope she'll return. But Gabby asked me this the other day, and I thought this was interesting, and I gave her my answer, and then I want to see what your answer is, and then I will tell you what the internet has told me. All right. What do you think, what season do you think it makes the transition from old school survivor to new school survivor?
1: Oh, this is I'm, super hard. This is really hard. I'm not going to tell
0: you. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what I said. I want to hear what you cuz I don't want to sway you. I want to hear what you have to say. I'll tell you what I said and I'll tell you what the internet says.
1: So, I I think this this makes this is kind of hard just because I haven't, you know, as as you know, I haven't seen all of the seasons. So hold on. I'm just doing like a quick, I'm not Googling like the answer. I'm just, I, I need like a recap of the seasons. Oh yeah. I, I, I think to, to me when I think the new school, old school cutoff kind of started to happen when all of the twists and advantages and not necessarily idols, cause idols happened a little bit early on, but when when all of like the really crazy like twists and advantages started happening and you and you it, it became less of like a true bonds and these people are my family and it, it it kind of started to happen when more of like an individualistic strategic game happened.
0: So you just don't know when that was. So you want to just look at the list of seasons.
1: Yeah, and I mean I I mean obviously like the season we're watching now, season 29, is like certainly i would say new school um whew, let's uh, sorry i'm like trying to i, I don't want to use my computer because i don't want to like fire up chrome because of what happened last time oh, yeah. um but so i'm just using i'm using my phone okay um so like yeah season 29 i wouldn't say let me i'm, sc- I'm scrolling i'm scrolling uh, like, and cause I also don't want to necessarily say one that I haven't seen that I can't speak to. So that's hard. Cause the first, what was the first season that I watched? Um, I watched the one where the, the old man from Maine won and like, that
0: was certainly, I think. Like... yeah,
1: so yeah, knowing that's that so that...
0: funny. Wait, Gabby texted me literally this in the same conversation. We just started 17 and well, then she and sent then me, I... me the flag. She, she started, sent me the flag of Gabon. <laughs> So like
1: if if season 17 was new school and we've had 40 seasons of Survivor Total. And again, I feel like it should be kind of in the middle, but it's not because I feel like old school is defined by people who were literally there to survive, like to not get eaten by a lion, like Survivor Africa. That's yeah. what I think of as old school so, oh man, I, and this is kind of arbitrary. I don't think I'm giving a, an amazing answer or anything, but like, I don't know, just to to kind of pick, like, I don't know, like season twelve. <laughs>
0: yeah, you, you're kind of just going for a you're like you know, it, it's old school because it's more about survival versus. Yeah, like,
1: that's my yeah. thinking. That's a shitty okay. answer. I'm sorry, but what, no, yeah, like, I would I love to hear sure. what you had to say. And
0: I'm sorry to put you on the spot. And no, again, I, I like I, I, think I like it. But yeah, so what, did you, about. what so, did you say? So, Gabby asked me, and I said, um, let's see, what did she say? And this is really crazy um, because based on this article I read, I'm pretty much right.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: I said, she, she asked me, what did she say? Okay, what is considered old survivor versus new? Like, what is that cutoff? And I said, "Um." Okay, I think I would say season 18 might be the cutoff of old and new school. I would like to say season 21 starts new school, but I believe Tyson identifies as old school and he is season 18, but Russell Hance calls himself new school and he's season 19. So basically you would think, so there's 40 seasons right now and season 20 is heroes versus villains. So it's all returning players from before that time. So you would kind of think maybe like heroes versus villains with all of those players from the first nineteen seasons would kind of be the end of old school season twenty-one, which is I I think that's the one where Fabio won.
2: Mm-hmm. I think Case Rice was
0: there and, and Brenda was there. That I mean that, that one kind of if you read list that one's like really, really low on the rankings. That one kind of sucked. Um Oh God, there's an awful trash person named Shannon. It's appalling to watch. Um, I don't even know if we want to ever rewatch that one because it sucks, but it's mm-hmm. there's some drama in that one. It's fucked up. Um, anyway, I digress. So you would kind of think, oh, maybe that would start it. But I just remember specifically season 20, or sorry, season 29, season 19, Samoa with Russell Hands and his strategic gameplay. That was like really the first time you saw gameplay like that and and I know that Russell has said that so it, this article I looked at it said the same thing the 18 token genes is kind of like the unofficial end of old school survivor where they were more focusing you know on, right. sur- on the survival aspect and then strategic gameplay with 19 is where it started so I I don't know how I came up with that in my mind thank you Russell Hans for i think for <laughs> tw- like posting on social media a picture of yourself in a new school survivor shirt like maybe that is where I got the idea, but the difference is, so a characteristic of old, the characteristics of old school survivor from this article, it's on surviving tribal.com. Um, it says a major focus on the survival aspect of the game. Constant oh, I, I connect- that. Yes. Yep. You did. Constant connections to the culture of the filming location.
2: Mm, Think yes. about
0: that. They also too, they used to go to different locations like season 18 was token chains, which is in South America. They were in China in season fifteen. You know, they were in season right. seventeen. They, they were in Gabon. They were in Australia for season, like they were they. And a lot of those things were integrated into the actual challenges and everything and the rewards. And we don't see where they're in Fiji all the time now. We don't see any of that anymore, really.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, then it says imposing uh, living conditions, pushing castaways to their limit. And I definitely think they don't really focus on the physical ailments even anymore. Like yeah, I know Josh's eye hurt. You know, this season. Like, people will get bumps and bruises. Like, people will get a cut. People will complain about bug bites. But it's not so much as a focus anymore. Um, Old school late merges and fewer production twists. A hundred percent. Like, all the twists that we have now. Are, like, tribe swaps. Like, all this. The blood versus water. All these twists. It's, you know, pretty crazy. Loyalty and respect are winning standards. Because think mm, about it. That's
1: a Russell great point, points. yeah.
0: Like, Russell, like... Even though like Russell didn't win season nineteen, he was definitely like everyone was like impressed with his gameplay, and he was like shiesty as hell. Um, yeah. Flipping, flipping on an alliance is pure is viewed as pure villainy, right? Now it's strategy, but before like loyalty was important. Um, few to no hidden immunity idols, mm-hmm. and sticking to original tribal lines. So you know, like the merge, like you would stay with your tribe, no matter like no matter what, pretty much you wouldn't flip. Flipping wasn't right. really necessarily a thing. So that is, um... oh, here, here's here's a little blip. Okay, in this era of Survivor production has stripped the edit to do all they can to focus on gameplay. In G- David versus Goliath, there was a short scene of Davy catching an octopus for food. In old school seasons, that thirty seconds or less would have been a two to three minute scene think about right. it yeah yeah, yeah. we both recently watched um season four um rob season and remember kathy and she like was catching like i don't know if they, i don't know if they were clams or like something but remember kathy like and she they spent so much time her bringing food back to the tribe it was just such a focus like we don't see that anymore it's not a big deal the only time it's a big deal is sandra catches a shark because she never does anything
1: yeah no it's, it's a it's a huge plot plot point
0: yeah. So anyway, um, that I just thought that was an interesting thing. Thank you, Gabby, for posing the yes, question. Great,
1: great. Yeah,
0: question. I thought that. You know, for anyone that was wondering, this is, you know, our opinion, but then also based on this article on survivingtribal.com.
1: It's based on our opinion, which is exactly completely correct.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> geniuses!
1: Um, and just real quick, uh, if you want to go back, if you haven't listened to um, our episode with Gabby and her husband Buddy, oh, um, you know, congrats, Um, their episode uh, was Survivor uh, season forty, episode twelve, Friendly Fire. Um, that was I. I don't want to call it like a fan favorite episode, but that was one of my favorite episodes because I think they just brought um such a different perspective on the show we also got to hear from buddy who went to school with adam uh anyway i think if you haven't listened to it go back it's a fun one
0: yeah definitely that was one of my favorite ones to do for sure
1: all right so that brings us into our final segment of the show um luxury items where we talk about some stuff that we're into outside of survivor
0: do you do you want to kick it off yes i do Tons to say.
1: I have tons. I think you know what I'm gonna kick it off with. I I know. I, I I'm well aware. Oh my god! And here's the thing. Every time I feel like last week I was really like going off on a on a uh, luxury items rant, and this week I wanted to keep it simple. I had just a few things. And then Taylor Swift. Was all, yeah, it was all in the plan. But it was all in the plan. But then Taylor Swift goes and surprises us with her eighth studio album, Folklore, and it's amazing. So, it's really
0: what the world needed right now.
1: Oh my god. Well, even just thinking about, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's fair to be like, we all need to be making a new studio album during quarantine, but I love the way that she's letting the restrictions breed creativity. Like, she's in isolation, but she's like, my imagination's running wild, and I'm like, I'm just eating a lot, but but it's yeah. really good. It's It's, it's indie, it's uh if there's not one like radio top 40 pop song on the album um I really like it do you like it have you listened
0: okay so I will say I don't this this makes me sound like a monster I feel like we might have talked about this before but I don't listen to music that much right
1: yeah
0: all, like I listen I don't listen to music at home. I'm definitely like a TV in the background kind of person, like most likely like an old season of Survivor or Top Chef or Guys Grocery Games or something, as we know, like that's kind of like what I use for my background noise. And I don't like I don't like to listen to music while I'm working because I answer the phone a lot. So it's a distraction. Yeah. no, I um, So and I like when I listen to music, I like listening in the car. That's so
1: but we're not driving anywhere right now.
0: Precisely. So I did have to run a, a little errand on uh, Friday night, which the album came out at midnight on Friday. So I listened to probably the first six or seven songs because I I just had to go to Quick Check, yeah, which is like not far away at all. Like I probably had like, and I think I like maybe sat in the car a little bit and listened. So. I, like, had maybe, like, 20-something, 30 minutes of listening. So I I do really like it. It's just, like, definitely, like, a more, like, low-key vibe. And what I like about it is this album, it had to be a surprise album. Because imagine if you're a Taylor Swift fan and you're used to, like, the, you know, top 40 hits, the bops, and this is what Taylor delivered to you that you had been anticipating for a long time, and this isn't your style of music necessarily, you might be disappointed. but. It's like Taylor, like, oh, I've been quarantined. I produced this album, and it's not a touring album because there yeah. are no tours right now. Like, right, it's genius her, on so many she levels. Didn't, she didn't even get to do her lover fest like, nope. dates. But her last album that came out last year, Lover, that, that all got canceled. Like, all mm-hmm. of these big concert events she had planned for it. So it's so nice. It gave her the freedom to do an, a non-touring album and, right. like, be able to give this kind of just, like, add to her catalog and this like a, a gift to everyone and I mean a gift to herself too so I I really I I, I really enjoyed what I've listened to so far yeah. but, I honestly you know,
1: this is this is how insane I am <laughs> I had a moment of being like oh my god should I propose to Ashley that we do a mini episode just about folklore and then I was like no like stop like Nobody like there's so much out there about the album that like nobody needs to hear me like dissect which songs I think are about what. I mean oh. you
0: can totally add it to your own personal Instagram highlights for anyone <laughs> that is interested in you know
1: Yeah, but I about it. I, I do think it's really good and it's gotten a lot of critical acclaim. There's a lot of Grammy buzz. Um because I, I think it's it just like the argument that people are making is that it's just she sounds like she cares so little in the best way. Like she's not she's out here to like make up make songs that she likes that showcase her writing without feeling like she has to prove anything. And I, I just love it so much. I love, you know, I love this new and evolved version of her um, in the Netflix documentary Miss Americana she talks a lot about how, like, you know, she wants to be she wants to make music for as long as society will tolerate her being successful, because she you know, she makes the point that, like, there are fewer women who are, you know, 40, 50. There are exceptions. Sure. J.Lo is amazing. But. For the most part, like society, you know, Mick Jagger's still out there touring, Paul McCartney's still out there touring, but you don't see a lot of older women who are having that same kind of success. And I think that sucks. And I think that, you know, I, I don't want it to be that way. I will listen to Taylor music for as long as she's willing to put it out. Um, you know, I, I just I'm I'm here for obviously like we are two women hosting a podcast. Like there needs to be like that shouldn't that shouldn't be a thing like as long as as long as women people anyone has something to say and an interesting perspective and is good at it that there should be room for that and I just think like you know I there was also a lot of talk sorry I said I didn't want to get that into this but this is the last point that I'll make um, is you know a lot of people when when her album Lover came out uh, people were like, oh, what's she going to write about now that she's happy? And this was her being
0: like, here you
1: fucking go. It's
0: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It's so no, fun. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Like, again, like, I only was able to briefly listen, but I am super – I don't – I literally can't tell you why. I woke up at 6.45 this morning, and I didn't go to bed until after midnight. I don't know why I woke up at 6.45, but I just, like, I had a dream about pasta last night. Um, I had a dream that I got I I think I, I feel like I was at like a bar or something and I had a dream that two styrofoam containers of the same exact pasta got delivered to me with a side of garlic bread and I was like I didn't order this but like I was here for it I'm glad it got delivered to me <laughs> and I've just been dreaming about pasta literally dreaming but thinking about pasta all day so I've not eaten anything it's 127pm I have not eaten anything yet today because I'm just holding on to that pasta dream. Oh
1: my god. So I'm going to some
0: pasta and go pick it up, and I will listen
1: awesome. to the rest of the
0: folklore on my drive to go pick up my pasta.
1: And I haven't eaten anything either. I've had the the um, Parmesan crisp as a little bit of a snack, but I'm going to make, I think, a breakfast sandwich when we finish this. But, yes, sure. I, I want to – let's get through these items. What have you been enjoying this week? Yeah,
0: sorry, and I wasn't saying that to, like, us. I was just saying – No, no, no,
1: no, no. No, we're on the same page.
0: I and, was saying I'm on a mission to go pick up pasta after this, and that means yeah, I'm dude. getting my car, and I'm going to listen to folklore was my point.
1: I kind of, uh, it's so hard because I would have pasta every day if I could, but Matt will be like, can we have some protein? Anyway.
0: Yeah. Well, you can always just add protein to your pasta. For example, I I've, I've selected an item from the menu. I've decided it's like deli pasta, you know, like the, yeah. like giant fettuccine and it, in a lemon cream sauce with shrimp and grape tomatoes with chives. So clearly my vegan journey is going well, guys.
2: <laughs> yeah. In case anyone's
0: wondering. But I've decided I'm going to get that with like a side of garlic bread, and like maybe some mozzarella sticks as an appetizer. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> meatless, meatless Monday tomorrow. Everyone, tune in. Um, oh God, where were we? Oh, you were asking me what I what I like this week. Clearly, food. Yeah. Um, what else is new? During quarantine, all the time, my whole life. Um, so. Again, I've just been doing my same old, same old where I, I mean, I did finish last weekend. I finished uh season. I can't remember if I said this last week. I I finished season four of the bold type, which I highly mm-hmm. recommend. You should really check it out. Um, then I've just been doing my same old thing, like where I've watched some top chef, some bachelor seasons that I've never seen before. Oh, just to let you know, if you have any interest in watching old bachelor seasons, I believe I told you HBO Max has three yeah. different seasons of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and then all of Paradise. Some additional seasons of The Bachelor have now been added to Hulu, if you have Hulu. Ooh. So it's like Andy's season of The Bachelorette and one of the older seasons of The Bachelorette, and I, I just can't remember who right now. And then two seasons of The Bachelor, I think it's Juan Pablo is Ugh. one of them, and I heard Whoa. he's trash. but he but like I might want to see that because Claire is going to be right. our bachelorette and yeah, Claire Juan Pablo's season. So I think that for Claire's journey, I should watch that, you know, going yeah. into her season this fall. So I've been doing that, but I think something else that I really, really enjoyed this week. And I think that you did too, is our girl, Michelle Fitzgerald. Does yes! a- she does a live every Wednesday night at 8 PM Eastern time called wine Wednesday. And it's her and her sister, Kim. And They whine about something like, I, you know, it's kind of just like air your grievance. They really don't whine that much, though. It's kind of hard for them to pick a whine sometimes, like something Mm -hmm. to complain about. But they have they've been having a guest on every week and they've been raising money for a charity. And I believe going into this week, they'd already won in the past few weeks since they've been doing this. They won. They've already raised $20,000 for different charities. Like Wendell was on one time. I think they were doing the ACLU. I donated that time. I I think it was for the ACLU. Dude, um, it,
1: was, it was really good. I tuned in, too, because you t- you mentioned it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. And I honestly, like, I I never really watched before. And you know when it's always like, oh, it's juicy. It's, like, never juicy. But this was actually juicy. This was really oh good. Oh, my God.
0: It was so juicy. And so Andrea from, she's, she was from multiple seasons. Let me, I know she was in season 26, Fan versus Favorite. But you know her. Andrea. She's, like, an adorable. You know her, yeah. Little blonde, you know. And I mean, she's on ABC sometimes. I, she, I, she's, like, some kind of, like, ABC, like, entertainment. Yeah, the host. It, host right? yeah, what what's she the host of oh, different Sydney. things I don't know oh, wait, people now. maybe it's not on ABC. I don't know why I thought ABC. I, I I really swear I thought, I don't know, but she she's the host of people now on people dot com. so like you you'll see Andrea a lot like out there doing stuff on on TV now. but she she's just adorable and she's she's like funny I, I i really like andrea and you know how we feel about michelle so their live was so fun they were playing it, it it honestly cracked me up when i texted you what did i what did i say you you were like joking you were, because they, they were playing truth or dare and you joked they should play oh kill- and i
1: said oh my god i hope they play uh kill, kill mary fuck
0: and I, at the same time, texted you, oh my god, they're playing Kill Mary fuck, and you were like, I, I di- I'm not watching, like, I didn't know that. You literally were joking, like, yeah. that'd be so funny if they, so they played, I, I'm not gonna tell you who they picked, or who the You can, are. I think you can
1: still watch it if you go to her Instagram and watch yeah, on IGTV.
0: So If you go to Michelle's Instagram, you can go to IGTV and watch the, the replay of that, and I believe, the, uh, let me, well, I'll just check right now, but I think you can watch probably any of them that they did, um, any past ones, but yeah, they ended up raising... A decent amount of money. I think they. I think they raised at least. I think they raised over a thousand dollars just like in the one live. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's cool. Um, and it was just really entertaining. They played Truth or Dare. They played our favorite game, Kill Mary Fuck. And it they enjoy some wine, Andrew was so cute. Andrea has been quarantining in um, Wisconsin at her parents, and you know, just it it, it looks gorgeous there. Like riding horses and stuff. And I guess because she has bad um, Wi-Fi. At her parents, she had to, like, ride her bike to her aunt's house, and so she had, like, a water bottle of, like, warm wine that she carried with her on her journey and was just, like, drinking that while Michelle and her sister were, like, you know, drinking mm-hmm. was, like, wine out of glasses. But, yeah, it was just, like, a really fun time, and, you know, it's entertaining and fun, and then also, you know, for a good cause, they're raising lots of money different weeks. Yeah. Or every week for different charities, that is, so... I highly recommend you check it out.
1: That was really good. That's a good one. Um, I have, I have like a handful more items and I'm going to try and just rattle them off instead of like getting into it.
0: Okay. Go go for it. I'm here.
1: Matt and I watched the show on Netflix, Indian matchmaking, which uh, it wasn't oh. like the best thing I've ever seen. But if you, if you like, um, you know, shows like dating around or love is blind, it was entertaining. It was a, it was a good show. Yeah, um, I, I I've been
0: considering watching that.
1: And it's good. Um, I we've also been watching The Last Dance, which is um the Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls docu series. Oh. There's like ten episodes. I watched it because Courtney recommended it, and Ch- Courtney friend of the show, former guest. Um, Courtney has Courtney makes great great recommendations. Not that like you don't, and all of our friends don't. But this is the second thing that she's recommended because the first one in the past like week or so, because she also recommended this book that I really liked. But anyway, um, it's surprisingly good because it's a sports documentary and I wouldn't have thought that that would be like the thing that gets me. But I honestly cried a couple times already and it's really entertaining.
0: Maybe I'll check that one out too.
1: It's on Netflix. Um. Let's see. I have one other one. Okay. Well, I have two more. But the the third one is um And you might have seen me talk about this on Instagram, but um, basically, like if you live in a city, I'm gonna have to get a little soapboxy on this one. Okay, but if you live in a city, basically, and especially Philly in particular, but I've heard it's happening in other places. There's a huge sanitation issue where, like, you put out your trash and it's sitting for like days, like at a time, like three to five days, because our sanitation workers aren't being given uh, personal protective equipment, so they're not being given uh, masks. Um, they're not being being given gloves. So like in Philly, like they're picking up like needles and stuff and like they don't have gloves. Um, They're also not being given hazard pay. And there's just like a grant passed and they're not included in it. Um, And they're also again, they're picking up trash without protective equipment. So a lot of the workers have uh, contracted COVID and are are out and because people are staying home right now so like when people go out to restaurants restaurants have private trash companies I've learned so much um restaurants have private trash companies so that that's not for the city to pick up but so because people aren't going out and they're cooking at home more we are making 25 percent more trash so they simply have more work to do and aren't being compensated to do it so it's like super fucked up um and there's this guy in Philly um his Instagram handle is underscore yafavetrashman, ya fave trash man ya oh, fave trash man um, and he has just been like going on IGTV every day and being like here's what we're seeing here's what we're noticing and he's really started this like rally of support for sanitation workers in Philly and it's so beautiful he's doing a t-shirt fundraiser and he's like if they won't get us uh, PPE and hazard pay like I'll do it like we'll figure it mm-hmm. out And so far, I think the last time I checked, he has already raised over um, $6,000 for the sanitation workers. Um, There is 1,100 sanitation workers in Philly. Um, So, like, I hope that goes a long way. And if you drive around the city, um, you'll see, like, there's signs in the windows now that say, like, we support our sanitation workers. People are putting water out for them. Um, So I've just been, like, really like I don't know I've I've been finding his Instagram like just super enlightening and like changing my perspective on not that I had a perspective like I just literally never thought about it yeah um, same.
0: I mean we here in the sticks um we we I think we've you have to pay like a, a yearly fee and you just drive your own trash to the uh what the hell is that called
1: the dump or whatever I don't know well, what I call
0: it. Well it's, it, well, it's not even, like, a dump. It's, like, at the municipal building. I'm going to call it the municipal oh. building of the township. And it's literally just, like, a a trash truck that you go there and, like, throw your bags of trash into it. Wait, every you Saturday do that? Day. Really? I don't personally do it. My dad does it. That's
1: tr- My parents get their trash picked up.
0: Well, I think you have an But your parents you are in Lamberville, option. though. Oh, I see. So I don't know what Lambertville does because, like. Basically where I live in is West Amwell Township and Lamberville is like this, the city. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny, the city, mm-hmm. like with, with the downtown and like Laura's parents live slightly outside of it, but still in Lamberville. So I don't know if that's something that you have to pay for or it's like a service provided by the city that you have like um, sanitation workers come and like on a truck and pick up your trash. But I think we can pay for that in West Amwell, but Jim Naborski is not paying someone to pick up his garbage when he can pay a smaller fee and drive it to the municipal building. And you know what else he's not going to do? He's going to save a couple bucks and he's not even going to take it to the municipal building. He's going to ask his boss if he can bring it to work and third in the dumpster. Oh, that's, that's
1: amazing. What... We all need to be more like Jim Naborski though. That's yeah. the whole thing. It's yeah, like...
0: so that's what he does now. He uses, because I'm I'm assuming that his his job maybe has a company that mm-hmm. handles yeah, the trash or. work. Or if – I don't know if, like, whatever – I don't know what it is. But either way, he he takes care of our trash in different ways. So anyway, I had never thought about that before either. I, you know, I haven't lived in a city really. Like, mm-hmm. I I lived in New Brunswick in in a college yeah. for a time in an apartment. But never really I, thought about it.
1: I could go on about it, but I'll leave it there. And we'll put, you know, the link to um, Mia Trash Trashman's Instagram in our stories after this episode comes out. Okay, and then my, my last thing – um, is I started watching the show Killing Eve. Have you seen that?
0: Oh, I haven't, but I, I'm a big Sandra Oh fan. So, and also, so, too, she won. Um,
1: yeah, she won. Uh, I think uh, not not an Emmy, but oh, the, a Golden Globe. Oh. Yeah, a Golden yeah. Globe. It's really good. So I needed something to watch because Matt and I um, are watching um, the last the last dance, the Michael Jordan thing together. Yeah, but but Matt doesn't love a binge like he likes to parcel them out. <laughs> and I need I, I needed something because I've been rewatching a lot of stuff, as you know, but I, I needed something new. And I, I was looking on Hulu and I almost did start the bold type. It was like in the running, but um I I landed on Killing Eve for whatever reason. Yeah. And I'm on the second season and it's really good.
0: I I definitely do want to check it out. I need to just get my shit. Isn't it terrible that I'm like, I need to get my shit together. Sometimes though, I feel like in life in general, I when I'm feeling overwhelmed, which is like all the time for no reason. Oh, God, one
1: hundred percent.
0: But sometimes I just feel like I just like with the Taylor Swift CD, like I could a CD. I'm how antiquated. Album. <laughs> I'm listening to it on freaking Spotify. It's, I'm not. It's not a CD. But on Taylor's new album, like sometimes I'm just like, I don't like feel like sitting in my house and like li- listening to something new. Like I'll do it when I drive. Like j- just when it comes to watching TV. That's why I watch the same stuff. But I really need to just like start watching something either that or something I haven't seen in a really long time that I want to revisit instead of the same old shit all the time. No,
1: I dude, I I, I'm right there with you. Like I, I'm the same way sometimes where I don't like watching new stuff. It's just this, this week it happened to be a content week for me.
0: Yeah. Well, I want you to, I really want you to watch the bold type. And one of the stars recently, uh, I I don't know. I meant to text. I think that it was one of my sleepless nights where I was up super late on the weekend and I just was watching the bold type until the wee hours of the morning again. I know it happened like two weeks ago, but it happened again. Um, and I was on Instagram and I saw one of the um, stars post like a long, like written post about the behind the scenes kind of of it. And I think that you would really appreciate it. And I wanted to like send it to wait, you. Like, I think I,
1: okay, wait, I think I read that. Was it about like diversity and like the writer's room and production? Yes. Yeah, no, I read that. I don't know how, maybe you did that. How did I come across it on my own? I did. I maybe I did send very, it to you. It was I very. I it was the middle
0: of the. Yeah, it was like the middle of the night, and I didn't want to just like text you it. Maybe I sent it to you in an Instagram, like, sent the Instagram post to you. I I don't remember if I sent it to you or not, but I intended to because I just like. It's just like a powerful show, and like I appreciate that they're gonna try to make changes going forward. I don't know. Big fan here for it. Yeah. I, I actually started after I finished watching season four that night. I was like, I need to go back to the beginning, so I started watching season one again. So maybe I'll pick up with that after we wrap up. Um, no, I'm
1: excited to watch it. I know I I love any show with a strong female protagonist, so I know yeah. i love
0: it. And it's like, and, and then there's three of them, and oh, perfect. They 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 all work so well together. Yeah, it's it's really great. Um, oh, one another. I actually do have another one. I I was like struggling to think, but. It's not much of a departure from my usual content, but um, Guy Fieri, you know, in, in addition to my, my favorite Guy's Grocery Games, also has Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, where, you know, he visits Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives across <laughs> the <most laughs> country and, you know, sees some of their favorite recipes, tries their food. But right now, COVID, he can't really do that. So they're doing something called, like, Triple D Takeout. Um, and I haven't seen, I, I believe that there might have been some ones focusing on maybe past Triple D contestants. Do not hold me to that because I, Triple D divers, ugh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Sorry, not everyone knows the Fieri lingo. <laughs> tri- Triple D. So last week and this week, they're doing Triple D takeout. And it's like famous chefs and like people that have like been judges on guys' grocery games and stuff, like famous chefs, but like guy knows. So it's like six of them and it's guy and his son hunter and then his other son is there too and they're out in outdoor kitchen and the chefs prepare all the ingredients that guy will need to cook one of their recipes and they like they actually pack it all up themselves and like mail it to guy and then they're on a zoom call all six of them with guy and his son oh, and that's guy so interesting. guy prepares like the recipe So all the ingredients will be in there. And I I don't even know if there's a written out thing, but they'll be like, okay, so you're going to put that in the pan. You're going to chop up this. And he's like telling his son, he's like, Hunter, stir this, do that. And then at the end, he like picks a winner of the dish. And it's It's, it's just like fun. What's it called? It's called Triple D Takeout. Hold on. Let me just get the exact name for everyone. Triple D.
1: That actually sounds really interesting.
0: Okay. Takeout, where the heck, how am I not finding the Food Network?
1: Is it a special show that was made just for you?
0: I, maybe, maybe I imagined it all.
1: Oh my God, it's part of your dream, your pasta dream. Right, um,
0: where is it? Oh, so, wait, you hold.
1: know, I, I just Googled it and I think it is, it's still just called Diners, drive, Drive-Ins and Dives, but it's like a takeout edition. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, so you'll probably find it on your on your guide as diner drive the diners, drive-ins and dives. That's a really hard addition. I'm, I'm 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 glad we just call it Triple Day because yeah. it, that it, that's a mouthful to say. Um but yeah, it's just a fun show and like I just really like that's watching awesome. cooking shows. Like some of these people like were on Top Chef, some of them have won Top Chef, some a lot of them are judges on you know other cooking shows so i i just like like watching a lot of like cooking tv in general so i like i'm very familiar with some of these chefs like i follow them on instagram and stuff like it, so it, it's super fun for me but i think it's just entertaining for anyone so sure. hi- highly highly recommend i actually have another nice. uh, episode dvr right now nice. that maybe i'll watch later today
1: well speaking of food shall oh, we go man. have some <laughs>
0: Oh my god! I've been waiting. I've been waiting almost three hours for you. Oh my god! That.
1: I know. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. This took so long because of yeah. our technical. But it's we had a lot to talk about. No, we. we it's we funny really did. because last week our episode was I think around like an hour and twenty minutes, which is like kind of my goal. Like I, it's easier mm-hmm. to edit. There's but Brian, our our friend, a friend, our friend of the show and former guest, texted me. He was like, "Oh no, this episode is so short." So here you go, Brian. This one's for you. <laughs>
0: for you baby
1: <laughs> um to everyone else who's not brian but also brian thank you for listening we appreciate it so much especially during these times where you know as discussed you might not be consuming content in the same way that you used to if you like the show we'd love a rating and review on apple podcast they help so much and you can follow us on social media we'll put all of our handles in the show notes that's all i got and we'll be back next week um Probably sure for we're. another episode, unless we do something different. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll,
0: we'll see what happens.
1: All right, bye, guy. Bye, everyone. Bye. I'm trying not to say guys because I'm trying to use more inclusive pronouns. Uh, yeah. goodbye,
0: everyone. Bye, everybody. I hope you have a great week. Yeah,
1: enjoy.